listening to the Carboline Tech Service Podcast. I'm Jack Walker. With me, as always, is the Director of Technical Service. That's Mr. Paula Jamis. Paul, how's it going? It's going all right, Jack. We're here for another one. We're going to get this one underway here quickly because we have a lot of topics to talk about today. We're going to try to keep it reined in. So why don't, why don't I start off? <laughs> yeah. Why don't I start this one off? You can get a hold of us. Technical service at Carboline.com. You can get us on Twitter at Jack underscore CTSP, and I'm at Paul underscore CTSP. All right, so before we get started, Paul, I, I don't know if you're a praying person. Well, you, you do, you know. you. Yeah, I am. I am. Okay, okay. My wife's out of town this weekend. Me and the kids. Oh, good luck to you, my friend. <laughs> yes. Luck will be needed. Chase a three-year-old around when I show up to work on Monday. <laughs> Probably going to be happy to be here. <laughs> You'll have a different hairstyle, huh? For sure. <laughs> a lot less of it. We've decided to bring in, by popular demand, I've actually had this request before, another one of our tech service engineers, Mr. Dan Barabalt, in to talk about some surface preparation of steel. Dan, how's it going? It's going good. Friday is always good. Anybody who's ever talked to Dan, you know Dan is thorough, complete, comprehensive, researches everything and never misses a beat with anything in his in his answers his responses his letters are you trying to say he's long-winded yes yes i am <laughs> our goal today is to try to keep our conversation on surface prep of steel we're going to cover nace standards one two three four and eight we're mainly going to focus on the abrasive blast standards right the abrasive blast standards the original ones, and we're going to try to do it in less than 10 minutes. So this is going to be a feat because Dan gives a presentation at Corrosion School on this same topic. And that presentation is about an hour. And a half. So we're going to try to rein it in and keep it in, in a short order. So let's get right to it, Jack. All right. But first, before we do that, I'm going to set this egg timer here so that we know that we're going to have to stop. All right. Setting it for 10 minutes? Yep. All right. Dan, one thing that I notice, you know, and everybody should notice when they look at these documents, first off, they're joint preparation documents between NACE and SSPC. NACE does us a favor, though. They're numbered sequentially, one through four. For the most part. Eight's thrown in Eight's there kind of randomly. Eight's a little bit new one. At, you know, they can't make it sequential anymore when they come up with a new standard. But anyway, the correlating, you have NACE 1, which is an SPC SP5. That's our white metal blast. So Dan, what's the requirements for a white metal blast? Well, a white metal blast clean surface. Obviously, when you view it without magnification, just a naked eye, no magnification whatsoever, you're going to be free of all visible oil, grease, dirt, dust, mill scale, rust, coating, oxides, and any other corrosion products. It's going to be White metal, no foreign matter whatsoever when viewed, again, without magnification. One of the things that you're going to want to pay attention to when, when you're looking these up, Section 2 of all of these documents really has the, the nitty-gritty of what it is that we're looking at here. That's going to give you the definition, really, that we work from when it tells us how much staining is allowed or how much remaining coating or, or mill scale is allowed. That's all going to be found in Section 2. To oversimplify to a spectacular degree what Dan just said is that your NACE number 1 or your SSPC SP5, there is nothing on the surface. 
It is white metal, and it is white. When we say white metal, that's the color that the steel basically turns. It's it's a look of the steel after abrasive blasting. That's right. And Dan, when we're going through these, I know you brought in the SSPC Viz 1 standard with you. Can you describe the Viz 1 standard a little bit for us too? Because this is what we reference when we talk about how they look. Indeed, the SSPC Viz 1 standard or is basically your guide and reference photographs for steel surfaces that have been prepared by dry abrasive blast cleaning. And the guide serves as a backup reference. It's a collection of photographs depicting the appearance of both previously unpainted or previously painted and partially rusted or fully rusted surfaces prior to and after abrasive blast cleaning. And these pictures and photographs are intended to be used to supplement the written NACE or SSPC abrasive blast standards. In the case of a dispute or a misinterpretation, the VIZ-1 standard reference photographs are used as backup in cases, again, there is a dispute as far as interpreting the written definitions of NACE uh, blasting standards. And really what you look at with these is they're high quality, high resolution images that show if your steel looks like this to start with, it should look like this when you're done. And you can compare those two of them and it really gives you a good visual for depending on how bad a condition your steel was to start with, what these different standards may look like afterwards. NACE number two, SP10. With regards to a NACE number two, SP10, that is known as a near white metal blast. And the surface, when it's viewed again without magnification, shall be free of all visible oil, grease, dust, dirt, mill scale, rust, coating, oxides, any corrosion products, and other foreign matter, except for staining allowed over 5% of any unit area. And the definition of any unit area is basically 9 square inches or so. So what is that staining? What, what are you seeing when you see this staining? Obviously, the stains of rust or stains of mill scale can seem like a, a speckly, you know, blackish or grayish look. Again, that's only allowed, though, on, any, on 5% of any unit area. Sure. And, and that unit area, like you said, it's 9 square inches. So usually it's a 3 by 3 space. Right. One thing that you'll notice between SP5 and SP10 or NACE 1 and 2 is now you have this addition of the ability to have 5% staining. Other than that, it's exactly the same. One other big note about these standards that is brought confusion in the industry is these standards have nothing to do with profile depth. All the standards that we talk about today are strictly about the cleanliness of the steel. Jack, it's, it's, it's like you're living for free right here inside my forehead because <laughs> that is exactly the sentence that I was just going to say. We, we are only talking about cleanliness with these standards. So, so that's an, an important thing to remember. I will add one more thing yeah. with regards to NACE number one and NACE number two, which is, of course, SSPC, SP5, and SP10. These two abrasive blast standards are your most commonly referenced and specified standards when it comes to immersion grade or immersion service or tank lining service. Absolutely. And I'll even take you one step further. How often do we actually see a NACE 1 slash SP5 in the real world? 
So how often do we see it in the real world, Jack? Well, I thought one of you two was going to answer that. <laughs> Shop that, or field? That backfired on you. <laughs> yeah. I think normally when they're approaching a SP-10, NACE number two, they actually get cleaner than most of the time, that, and they end up with a, with a NACE number one or an SP-5. That's a, a common thing to happen is they go past it. If you've ever seen, again, we've talked about it a little bit before, when they're inside those those tanks, when they've got those blast hoods on, the lighting is terrible, their vision is, is horrible, they can't see anything. So it, it really is something that they typically err on the side of caution and they end up overdoing it. See, and I was going to say outside of a shop, you would rarely see a 5 or a, a 1 because it's it's hard to get it 100%. I mean, you got to remember that the five or the one don't allow any staining. Yeah, that is true. That is true. Certainly when you're looking at the rust grades A, B, C, and D contained in the Viz 1 standard, a rust grade A is basically, you know, raw metal, black steel. A grade B being a combination of light rust and and mill scale. Grade C being full rust over 100% of your uncoated steel. Your grade D is pitted and corroded steel as as a beginning reference. And some applicators certainly will be able to tell you that I'm going to spend more money and time getting a white metal blast over over pitted steel than I am if the steel was just a grade A, B, and C where there is no pitting corrosion per se all right i think we've hit a good spot to go to our commercial we can come back after that and we're going to talk about three different parts now that have a little more degree of staining to even leaving stuff remaining behind after you've abrasive blasted it so this is kind of a good break point these are the standards that you would use for tank linings these are also what you would use for an organic zinc the next when we come back from our break we're going to open it up to a few more standards all right paul it's that time again time to pay the bills so we'd like to remind you that this podcast is brought to you by Carboline, and we'd like to introduce our new CarboQuick 200. That's right. CarboQuick is our new family of products, and this is the first in that line. It's a high-build polyaspartic that can be applied direct to metal. This coating exceeds the SSPC coating specification number 393A. Now, what that means is it has really good weatherability. It sure does. It's quick dry and more convenient pot life than traditional polyaspartics have. Once again, the CarboQuick 200, a quick solution for demanding environments. Now we're going to talk about some of the standards that are used more commonly in atmospheric coatings. Those are the NACE 3, 4, and 8 correlating SP 6, 7, and 14. So the NACE number 3 slash SSPC, SP 6 is the commercial blast cleaning. And now you have all of the same rules that are applied to the 5 and 10, but you have a higher degree of staining that is allowed. Indeed, that random staining, again, when viewed without magnification, is allowed to remain on up to 33% of any unit area. Again, that's 9 square inches, a 3 inch by 3 inch area. The other 67% of that unit area is basically white metal, bare metal. Now, those stains, of course, can be stains of rust, stains of mill scale, stains of coating, and stains of uh, oxides, but not actual residues. There's a difference between a residue and a stain. Correct. That is an important distinction. And, and you did hear Dan say it's a stain of mill scale, not the actual mill scale. With all three of these standards we've talked about, NACE 1, NACE 2, and NACE 3, we are removing all of the mill scale. Because if you remember back from episode 
29 mill scale actually will cause the steel to corrode first and the mill scale will stick around so we don't want the mill scale there for your coating that's right now the last two that we want to talk about you'll notice that they're kind of numbered a little out of order because so far we've been talking about them in cleanliness levels of one two three and then five ten six although those numbers are out of order that is the degree of cleanliness we went from zero staining to five to 33 now we're going to get in and there's going to be a little a little jump in a number, and we're going to jump up to NACE number eight, which is SSPC SP14. In this one, we're going to talk about the industrial blast. So, Dan, what brings us in with the industrial blast? Obviously, an industrial blast cleaning is going to be uh, geared towards steel that uh, has a degree of rust existing and or existing coating. Okay, so we're not just talking about, if you reference the VIZ-1, the SSPC VIZ-1 standard of just bare metals, you're also, in the case of an, a NACE number 8 or an SP-14, which again, which is referred to as industrial blast cleaning, we're also talking about... All right, so we're going to keep moving along a little bit here. Real quick. Yep. Okay. So, stains and residues of mill scale, rust, and paint allowed to remain up to 10% of any unit area. So that really is a huge distinction, that we're allowing 10% of mill scale to left behind. These are not the types of cleanliness that we're going to put on immersion service. We're not going to use it within organic zinc. Anything where that corrosion cell can be accelerated. Basically, if you're doing maintenance uh, recoding in the field, and you don't want to remove everything to bare metal or near white or white metal. Right. So let's get straight into our last one here, which is NACE number four, SSPC SP7. This is our least level of cleanliness. You're going to frequently hear this talked about as a brush-off blast. With regards to brush-off blasting, you're basically allowing anything that's tightly adhering except for your contaminants. So any tight rust, tight mill scale, tight coatings, meaning tightly adherent, are allowed to remain. Anything that's loose gets removed by brush off, also referred to as sweep blasting. Yeah, that's a good name for it. And also when we're doing a, uh, a spot repair of existing coatings, we re reference the overlap areas of an existing coating be sweep blasted to abrade or roughen or profile that overlap zone so as to promote adhesion of your newly applied or repair or touch-up coating. Excellent. Jack, I know we went over on our target time a little bit, but I think we did a fantastic job of, of being in the ballpark of where we wanted to be time-wise on this one. There's just one more point I want to make about these standards. Frequently, as a coating manufacturer, we get asked what abrasive media you should use when you're going to apply one of our coatings. And I'm gonna let you into a little bit of little secret here. We don't care. <laughs> that couldn't be more true. All we want you to do is achieve the levels of cleanliness that are outlined by one of these specifications that correlate with your coating job and for you to achieve the profile that is required for that coating. So certain coating profiles will require bigger media and some will require smaller media. Other than that, we don't care. Yeah. 
your steel is going to do more dictating for what kind of media you need to be using than we will. You've heard the phrase, the end justifies the means. Well, in this case, I don't care about the means. Absolutely. I just want the end. Well, Dan, thank you very much for coming in. I enjoyed. And we will go ahead and leave you guys, and we'll see you next Monday. Who put the line in Say, Carbon.